Hello, you're listening to the One Thing Today podcast with Michael Nobbs. A regular nudge to remind you to live gently and to take one small step each day to move your creative life on just a little. The podcast is brought to you with the support of its patrons over on Patreon. And if you would like to support the ongoing recording of these podcasts, then please visit patreon.com forward slash go gently where you'll discover how you can receive podcast extras 20 minute work sessions vlog posts and even a personal podcast sent directly to you each month thanks so much for listening and your support will be very much appreciated here's today's episode i'm standing by my kitchen window watching George and Louise wander around in the garden. They're not venturing very far. This is the first day in five days, I think, that uh, since Louise had her operation, that uh, she's been out. She's been being kept been kept in the coop since her operation. So this morning's her first day out, and she's uh, well, yeah, not wandering very far. But Louise. Sorry, George, rather, is keeping very much at her side, which is lovely to see. Hello, I'm Michael Nobbs, and this is episode 1601 of the One Thing Today podcast. Ever since uh, Louise's operation, my one thing has been decided for me. It's been um, making uh, Louise's food and uh, taking it out to her and juggling juggling George and Louise in the run. I have to get George out, uh, give Louise her food and she has a painkiller or she has been having, she hasn't had that today. Um, and then if George hasn't laid her egg yet, which she hasn't always, um, helping her back into the run so that she, she can get back into the coop. But she's very, George is very keen on, um, on Louise's, uh, convalescent, convalescent diet. And she can't have it because it's got, uh, it's got painkillers in it and extra, uh, extra nutrition as well. She could have that, I suppose. That wouldn't hurt, but I don't want her to get the painkillers. I want to make sure that Louise has had all the painkillers. So there's been lots of, lots of hen juggling in my life over the last, uh, five days or so. It feels much longer than five days. Every time I fight, say five days, I think, is that what it's been? I just wonder if it has been more. I'm sure it was five days after the operation she had to go back to the vet and she went back last night for a checkup. So that must be right. But, um, yeah, that's been pretty much all my days have been about. As, uh, as I've been saying, uh, in recent podcasts, my energy is very low at the moment. Um, probably since, since the vaccination, I mean, things have improved a little since then, but I think probably even before that, uh, I've been struggling a little bit with doing things and I've been very much back to thinking about picking a one thing for the day and sometimes um well that gets decided for us doesn't it so there's been very little space uh, for anything else including including recording podcasts I was so pleased to find myself halfway up the hill uh, the other day recording a podcast for you to mark the 1600th podcast because I just wasn't sure when that was going to happen, uh, but I've not really been, certainly not been over the gate since then. I probably have, but I have been in the garden because I've been out to see Louise, but um, yeah, I haven't ventured far. And I suspect today is another day of not venturing far, though it looks beautiful out there. Uh, the sun is just hitting the hedge. Uh, it's not reached the garden yet, but um, it's lighting 
the hedge line uh, just beyond the chicken coop and further up the hill it's hitting the grove of oak trees and it does look incredibly enticing <laughs> maybe i'll wander out there later today but i think i think this morning i just need to accept that uh, i'm indoors and yeah taking things slowly i'm on my second cup of tea of the day um oh, i think that's george and if you can hear her through the window <laughs> she's one down down the steps but louise is still marching up and down around the coop she obviously doesn't feel like wandering very far from it she hasn't actually had much time out of it since the end of uh of their own lockdown um I think that was the 1st of April. So she may have had the best part of two weeks out before we noticed there was something amiss. So that's been it in the last three months. She's had, well, nearly four months now. She's had uh, only a only couple of weeks outside the chicken run. So maybe she is feeling a little bit nervous about going too far. I don't know. Well, it's hard to see. But it is lovely to see her wandering about and uh, looking more herself. Uh, the vet was, was, was quite pleased uh, when he saw her yesterday. He said the wound is healing well. Um, he also said that the, the prognosis for what she's had, she's had what's called an impacted crop, um, where, I can't remember if I've told you this or not, uh, apologies if I have already, uh, but it's where... Um, the food, I mean, when they eat, they fill their crops, sort of the front of their, their chests with food. And then, then overnight, that sort of slowly gets broken up and digested. Um, and that is a stopped, stopped happening. So she, her crop was getting fuller and fuller. She was getting no, no nutrition. And um, they had to empty the crop, which is probably a one-time trick. I don't know if they'll be able to do it again. And because birds and general anaesthetics don't um, don't generally mix well. So we were so pleased that she got through the operation. I don't want her to have to go back. Whether they do it again or not, I don't know, but I don't want her to have to go back. So he's keeping a close eye on her, hoping that um, her crop keeps working, probably continuing with the, the daily massages of her crop, which I'm pleased to say for a, for a hen who hasn't been handled very much, she's taken to quite well. George... George bends down to be picked up. She's happy to be picked up whenever you walk past. Uh, but Louise has never been a hen who's been handled much. Um, but she seems to be quite happy. She quite seems to quite enjoy having her, her crop massage. There's a, there's a brief clip over on a, a recent, in a, in a recent Patreon video uh, of her being massaged. And she does look quite happy. She does. Um, so hopefully, um, we can continue with that, but of course that's uh, another thing to do. And uh, again, when energy is short, uh, it's hard to find uh, the energy for other things when uh, some things are already decided for us. So I don't know how how much I'm going to be doing uh, beyond chicken care uh, for the next little while. We'll have to see. I don't know. One really good thing is that I've started to order some very, very tasty um, frozen meals. Uh, found a, a website uh, that that uh, that sends out frozen cooked meals, uh, and they are 
very good. I, and I was quite surprised how, how tasty they were. Um, I had one the other day and I, I thought I'd be so pleased if I'd made this. <laughs> it tasted so nice. Often ready meals can be, they can be nice enough, but they don't, they often don't taste like homemade and they very rarely taste better than homemade. But these, these, these do taste as if they've, yeah, they're just very, very good. Better, much better than I would do myself, I'm quite sure. And without all the effort. So for a while, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep ordering. I've got, a, I've got an order coming tomorrow that should, uh, should last us for the next week. And for the next two or three weeks, at least, I'm going to continue doing that. And I am noticing a difference. Um, not having to cook does free up energy for either, um, well, it makes space for rest, which is really important. Uh, but yesterday I, um, I was making a compote out of some strawberries. So sort of extra things. I was, I was sitting in a chair, I have to say, by the, by the stove rather than standing there. But I was, I was, I made, I made some strawberry compote, which is now in the fridge to have with yogurt or muesli in the mornings. Um, I'd ordered strawberries, um, thinking they'd last the week and they were pretty much out of date with their rice. I thought I have got to do something with these. And I immediately felt the pressure of that and thought, how am I going to manage that? Um, but, but yesterday I turned the radio on, sat by the cooker and quite happily, um, it was very easy. I mean, it was just warming strawberries and adding some sugar and then just, just simmering it until, until it was ready. I mean, it wasn't a hard thing to do, but it, nonetheless, it felt like quite a big thing. It did. Which I think is an indicator of just how tired I am at the moment. Um, but really lovely to do that. Really lovely to do that. Had the radio on, was watching, watching Louise. One of the really lovely things about, I'm sure she doesn't feel it, but one of the lovely things for me about her her being in the run is that I can see her and I can keep an eye on her so I know how she is. Uh, that's been really useful. And of course I got used to that um, while they had their own lockdown because they were both in the run all day. So I could sit here at the kitchen window and I could could see them, which was really nice. Um, but it felt quite important to be able to do that since Louise's operation. So, so that was good. Um, it make me wonder if I should have a more comfortable chair in the kitchen to sit. I don't know. Anyway, it was good. It was good yesterday and it was really nice to have just that, that little bit of spare energy to do something extra that sort of made life feel a bit better. So I was really pleased to have made that. So that'll be in the fridge for a few days, I hope, <laughs> as it gets eaten. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I was pleased about that. Okay, well, I'm going to keep this short. Um, really just wanted to say how I wanted to make episode 1601. <laughs> it felt like an important thing to do just to keep things, to keep a little tiny bit of momentum going because I have been feeling a bit, a bit stuck wondering where my next step or when my next step with anything really is going to happen. And I know what to do at times like that is to trust that it will happen and not to push it. Uh, but it does feel nice just to feel a little tiny bit of momentum today. So making a podcast for you does feel good. I've got an awful feeling that's my stomach rumbling and you'll be able to hear it. <laughs> I apologize. That wouldn't happen on Radio 4, would it? I'm sure Clay, Clay, 
Claire, Claire Balding wouldn't. <laughs> Stuart wouldn't rumble when she was off making a ramblings episode. But never mind, there we are. This is real life. Take care. Have a lovely day. I hope, I hope that you have boundless energy and can do whatever you want with your day. But if the reality for you is that uh, energy is limited and your choices are limited and perhaps your choices are made for you, I hope that you can find something to enjoy and appreciate in whatever you're doing or not doing uh, today and every day. Take care. I shall be back with episode 1602 at some point, but I'm really pleased to have recorded you episode 1601. Take care. Thank you so much for being there. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye. Thank you.